Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. You're listening to the world's smartest podcast network. When I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento. Sacramento. Some say the news is fake. Others say it's real. These two don't have the time to check. Instead, Turner Sparks and Michael Ira Kaplan turn to comics stationed around the globe to be their eyewitness reporters so that you can know what's really going on. This is Lost in America. All right, everybody, welcome to Lost in America, episode 250. My name's Turner Sparks. I am Mike Kaplan. Yes, he is. You can find me on the road currently, I am in a hotel room at the Tropicana Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, Nevada. I'm performing here all week at the Laugh Factory with Tom Rhodes inside the Tropicana on the Strip in Las Vegas. But soon, next week, I'm going to be, uh, let's see, October 28th in Eugene, Oregon. October 29th, Corvallis, Oregon. October 30th, Persimmon Country Club in Gresham, Oregon, right outside of Portland. But Cap, they just told me that's open to the public, so anybody can buy tickets. So if you're in the so, Portland area, I'm talking to you, Sugar Brady. Go yeah. call the Persimmon Country Club and get your tickets to that show. It includes dinner. This is like an old school, you know, in the mob movies. It's dinner and a show. <laughs> dinner and a show, like your grandparents would go to. Yes. Like, which I do not picture in Portland. I thought it was all an- run by Antifa now, so I didn't know they're, they're going to storm in. And Well, so and my friend t- Rudy Tiberti, who we're going to get into in a minute, but he told me, he's opening for me in a couple of these Oregon shows, and he told me that, uh, who's the GM of the, the Blazers? Paul, Paul Allen? Or no, he Paul died. Allen's the owner. Whoever the oh, GM the of the Blazers is, he says belongs to this country club. Oh. So he's like, you might see him there. Yeah. going to be exciting. Up. And then upcoming dates. I'm all over Northern California country clubs in November, but the public shows, the people, the shows I'm doing for the peons. The show for the people. Yes. That you dumb be, it down a little for those people. You dumb down, you know. Talk slower. Yeah, talk a you little talk slower, slower for the public school, for the public school kids. <laughs> I will be November 10th at the Punchline Comedy Club in Sacramento, California. Homecoming. December, that's the homecoming. Yeah, and then December 3rd and 4th in Oakland, California, Alameda Comedy Club. December 3rd, Fortino's going to come out to Maybe those. you can uh, work out a trade and get Marvin Bagley to the Portland Trailblazers while you're there. While you, I'll no. do with the GM. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That'll be great. Kaplan, you can find him at, uh, at uh, Captain America. America on all social media platforms. And also, as we've been talking about on Live from the Bunker, our Patreon show, you can find him at Little League Soccer Games all over Long Island City. Watch. You're not coaching this year, which is good because I think the team's having another rough season, aren't they? The team is not doing great, but my son is a star player of, he's like, it's like, of like, it's like any movie where there's like a team of, what's it, like just a bunch Mighty of dorks. Ducks. Mighty Ducks. The Mighty Ducks. These are the, yes. the soccer version bunch of the Ducks. And he's dorks. Just, they're, they're carrying, they're, they, I'll just say one kid went up to him before last game and said, can I ask you one question? How are you so good? Like yeah, they, he's he's he, a good team. He's a good player. Bad bad team. What good stats? He, bad team guy. He's he's Pele to these young kids, and <laughs> and he scored the only two goals this this team has scored in four games now. So yeah, 
he's a uh, it's 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 tough to watch i'm gonna start drinking saturday mornings when i go to these games <laughs> that's a good idea just pop a yeah. bud light right on the side yeah because i just watch these they don't like know how to react as to goal like the goalie doesn't move when the ball shot they By don't the way, know you're supposed to dive for everyone listening <laughs> these kids are not four they're, no, they're nine. <laughs> this is like an age where you should be able to run and pass and shoot and dribble and all that. And they're still- and because it's Brooklyn, the parents don't scream at the kids for being bad at sports. They only scream at them for wearing their masks. That's the only thing they care about. So <laughs> they, scream, they get very emotional about it. So yeah, that's what we're talking. The parents about are, are they having the kids do homework on the sidelines while they're before when they're going? This they're like making a them at, It's great for your math skills when your team gets blown out twelve to two. Yeah. That's that. Uh, also, if you want to support this podcast, we're up to four hundred and nine dollars a month so the next we're having our party at the friars club if you want to get in on this yearly party at the friars club throw in five bucks a month now not only do you get our show uh live from the bunker just me and cap three extra times a week patreon exclusive we're talking about my trip in vegas right now homeless people in vegas are fantastic they're the best homeless on planet earth that i've run into the I best homeless you've named them the best homeless on earth they're the great homeless. they're great they're really yeah. great uh, and they're a lot of fun. And um, and uh, and five dollars a month. Patreon.com slash lost in America. Shout out to Gary Sparks. My dad just went up to thirty dollars a month. How about that? He's not Thank beating. You. I think Dennis Owens is still number one at thirty four or something like that. And of course, Drew Freilich went up to twenty six to get us over four hundred. Now, so do, so my dad is a real deadbeat. He's he's hasn't doesn't even subscribe. And Gary Dr. Sparks, Bob Kaplan, do- he is a doctor. Well, he's doctor. a foot doctor, but that's yeah, still a doctor. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So anyway, come on, step it up, Dad. Step it up, Dr. Bob. Uh, Cap, on the podcast today, oh, we're talking about uh, Korea, South Korea. I've been to South Korea um, once a few years ago. I did a comedy tour, and it struck me. I've always wanted to know what it it was like to grow up next to North Korea and spend your whole life next to a country run by not only a madman, but a series of madmen that are all, you know, one after the other, the son and the grandson and all that. Because we get once every few years, we get in the news here that, oh, North Korea has missiles aimed at us. But right. we're not we're really pretty scared. far away. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. like California. We don't need them that much. You know, well, it's not even than- California. I'm from California. If you're if you're from California, you go, well, what is it going to hit Hawaii? Big deal. You know, <laughs> like, like that hasn't <laughs> happened before. Or it's going to hit, like, I don't know, the valley in LA. It's like the odds of it hitting an important spot are low. It's a big state. You're not that worried. It's pretty, it's thousands of miles. You're not, nobody's coming after El Dorado Hills, California, where (laughs) I'm Exactly. So, um, point is, so I've always wanted to know what it was like. And then we read in the news today, this week, that they launched, North Korea launched another test missile, a ballistic missile off of a submarine. And so we said, I want to get. A Korean comedian on this show who's, who lives in Korea, South Korea. To, first of all, one, do they even know or care about this bull- ballistic missile launch yesterday? Two, because when I was there a few years ago, it struck me how blasé the Korean comedy scene, the Koreans I met, all were with this whole being next door to North Korea thing. They didn't seem to care. I seemed to be more worried than they were, you know? And they so I said, let's go find a Korean comedian. They were sleeping in their comedian. bomb shelters every night. No, yeah. and as you said, you had a bomb shelter in upstate New York, right? <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, we grew up, like, our parents always talk about how they grew up in the Cold War where they had, like, drills every day, get under your desk. Like, that would solve when, if a new comes, you're, you're safe under the desk. Yes. But yeah, and they also, they built these homes with bomb shelters. And I used to, I had one when I was at Syracuse <laughs> senior year. We had a great, it was a great place to put it. To, it was like the makeout room, really. Yes. But, you well, know, it was the, great. More of, a, more of a touching in cave, the, but. <laughs> more, of the, more, of a, more of a rape room. A makeout uh, <laughs> room's putting a nice spin on it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but I'm wondering if that's what life's like there. Like if like everybody is, you can't, like you get a really all, good deal on a rent when you don't have a, uh, a rape It's all room, bomb, I mean, shelters, a, a bomb also, shelter. My dad and my uncle Keith grew up in Carlsbad, New Mexico, rural New Mexico with a bomb shelter in their front yard. And just in case, I don't know if it was Kim Jong-il's, you know, grandfather would attack or somebody <laughs> but either Soviets, way the Soviets, yeah. they, so we have we found a north uh, we, found, we found a south korean north comedian korea. that would be great <laughs> north korean comedian. that would be amazing that yeah, would, that's that, next we, episode for episode 250 we really should but yeah 300 yeah, uh, we'll get uh, we found korea. a south korean comedian sang sang don park who is uh also running he's the host of uh well check him out on instagram at the sang show he has a podcast he's got stand-up clips he's got stand-up dates when i was there the comedy scene was uh jeff Sinclair and Rudy Tiberti were running into this thing called Stand Up Soul, which was great. They did shows all over the place. Now they have, if, if they still have Stand Up Soul, but they're also doing Dark the Gary, which 
Uh, I've been told means chicken head, and which is great because my dad's name is Gary. So now we have a chicken new head Gary, <laughs> new nickname for our favorite patron. Sang, welcome to the show, man. All yeah. the way from Seoul. How you doing? Yes, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, it's like ten thirty a.m. right here. So yeah, it's Wednesday yeah, night I'm, for I'm us, ca- and it's ten thirty Thursday yes. for you. Yeah, so I'm still I'm still out of it. Uh, thanks again, guys, for ha- having me on. I really appreciate it. And um, yeah, so how do we do? I I just <laughs> we nail it. <laughs> you all are you in your bomb, bomb shelter shelters? right now? Is that where you're talking to us? Huh? Are you in your bomb shelter Wait, right now, talking to us live from your? Yeah, 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 dude. I'm, I'm all protected. I'm all protected. <laughs> you know, that's uh, I got I got the guns right back there. If you can see in that in that closet, <laughs> that's, it doesn't all quite. That's fit. why the clo- for everyone listening, yeah. it's that's why the closet's slightly ajar right now because there's mm. yes, a, a number yes. of guns. Your boy's packing, baby. Um, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you were born in Korea. Think, you lived a little bit of your childhood in the U.S. You bounced around, but then moved back to South yeah. Korea. Yeah, uh, I was. I immigrated to the United States when I was nine years old, and uh, we stayed there for like seven and a half years. And um, my dad kept applying for, uh, you know, like green card and visa to like, uh, you know, stay there. But my dad ran like a convenience store in Florida. Um, so the government wasn't going to give him a visa anytime soon. Oh. And the great, I was there when the great recession happened and stuff, and it just got harder and harder to live there. So we came back to Korea uh, in 2010, and I've been staying here ever since. Great then. recession? You mean 2008? So, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember when yeah, like the yeah, economy sorry. collapsed? Yeah. Yes. He not, yeah, doesn't yeah. mean 1929. Yeah. He's, he's well, no, pretty young. How old are you? Yeah, yeah. like how old are you? 20? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you no, were eight I'm, years I'm old in 2008. Yeah. No. 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 Oh, okay. My math's off. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I got I got thrown off by that. And my math math shouldn't uh, be off at all. So yeah. God, you cannot play soccer um, in Brooklyn. No. With that with yeah. that math. <laughs> yeah, they, uh so okay, so you move back yeah. and then um for, let's start here. What about so they've been testing these ballistic missiles in the last few days off of submarines. Is that news in South Korea? Okay, can I be honest with yeah. you guys? This is gonna sound really, really shameful, but I didn't even know. That's amazing. Uh, so it didn't fly over yeah, your window. It, was... it didn't like look out the window. And you see like a missile rocket, and you're like, oh, what's oh, they're testing missiles today? <laughs> I've only been testing missiles inside my room by myself with some <laughs> wet naps. That's about that's about it, honestly. I'm really sorry to break it to you guys. No one, no one, like, well, I mean. Not within my vicinity, uh, and not a lot of people are freaking out about it a lot. So that's um, what I that's what yeah. I observed when I went there. Yeah, and th- my main yeah. that's why I wanted to have you on. Like, why? Why is why is no one concerned? Is it because it happens all the time? <laughs> uh, well, not not all the time. Okay, um, but uh, but um, I I think honestly one of the reasons is um it's very unlikely that we'll go into war and, and first of all these days war has changed a lot now like we have drones like pe- people think that you know like all right grab your guns you know get in the trenches it's it's, it's not world war one a- anymore um where you just you know like all right man we're gonna get out there we're gonna attack them all and, and you just you know like go go nuts <laughs> Um, like, you know, I have, I have friends, um, who work with the, uh, U S military and they run war simulations all the time. And it's really sad because how the war simulation goes is North Korea shoots the nu- nuclear missile onto South Korea yes. and just destroys the place. And then America goes, what the fuck, bro? And then they shoot the nuclear missile back at them and then it's over in 20 minutes. So we so win and you much. lose though. <laughs> yeah. 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 So like, it, it's not. You know, like it, it's not that you know, like a crazy, awesome, you know, like you know, saving Private Ryan or whatever type type of deal that people want. Like, sorry, yeah, sorry, attack, like at all. It's <laughs> so it, it really, it really is. But not. wouldn't that make so, it? Because that's also yeah. how the war simulations uh, happen here. Is that South Korea gets destroyed and then our military goes in <laughs> and takes over North Korea yeah. and then we all get beachfront property and and. Busan or wherever the beach town might be in South Korea. But oh, yeah. wouldn't that make, yeah. so if I was, if I was South Korean, if I was based in South Korea, those, um, those, whatever, those, uh, simulations would make me nervous, but it doesn't seem to make South Korean people nervous. Yeah, I, I think, I think, I think honestly, Asians are first of all too busy. They're just constantly working. <laughs> they're trying to do shit. It's just like, they don't even have to, like, <laughs> They're so self-centered. They're just pushing everybody on the subway. So they, they, I think they could give two shits about, you know, like missile, missile testing. Um, yeah, it, it <laughs> that's definitely, a, a great it theory. definitely that's a, I, I know it's really by generalization, it's really but maybe that's it. Yeah. Well, Being self-centered. Yeah, I think is that's the, why Asia, 
I think this is why Asians are bad drivers because they're very, very self-centered and goal-oriented about where they want to go. So they just don't like have regard for like you know like uh, other cars around them or a car car trying to you know come into your lane or missiles. So let alone a yeah or a missile. You know like just just, just yeah whatever fire it off do whatever you want. Um, <laughs> we don't we don't we don't really give a shit. I I, I think like you know you're like. If it happens, it happens, you know, like <laughs> whatever. But like, yeah, me. yeah, dude. Say yeah, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, you know. Oh, yeah, that's French. Yeah, um, yeah, you know, if you <laughs> like, you you could be, you know, I, I you gotta look at the cup half full, you know, like, you know, like sure, there's a missile right next to our country, um, but you know, on the other side, well, there's nothing really positive about it, but you know, but um. <laughs> Not at all, but yeah, like you, you, you don't have, I don't have time for that shit. You gotta run a comedy show. You gotta go to work and stuff. Yeah. So, is it because it, it's just? Yeah. Um, I did. So I tried to do as much history research as I could, and it seems like, yeah, to put it lightly, yeah. this has been going on for a while. This yeah, idea you know. of North Korea being in a a, a Potential nuclear threat. I, does it go back to the 80s? As far as I could tell, it goes back to, maybe further than the 80s, but as far as I could tell, at least the 80s. Of uh, yeah, North you, Korea having you nukes. You, oh, sorry. Go ahead. North, North Korea having nukes. And then George, George Bush in the early 90s or somebody saying, hey, you can't have nukes anymore. And then South Korea, North Korea says, okay, we won't. Let's have an agreement. And then they break the agreement. And then they get a new agreement. And they break the There's been a agreement. lot of breaking agreements. A lot yeah. of break agreements. A lot of new Many agreements. Many presidents have tried. So is yeah. it just fatigue? Is it nuke fatigue, maybe? Yeah, it, it's um, that that too. And like honestly, I, I think you know as much, much as much as I do. Because like, yeah, like, like I said, like the Koreans, we really, really don't care. We live on with our lives. I, I think the fact is, if you if you shoot a nuclear missile, our country's not that big. Like it's it's not even bigger than Florida, and it's, that's very sad. Um, so it would just destroy the entire peninsula, and the uh, amount of damage that it would do is, you know, like it, it's not really that good. And recently, you know, like North Korea and South Korea have been moving more towards peace and all that. Like actually, like our president and like you know like uh, Kim Jong Un like met up, um, and they shook hands and they were talking and, and stuff. Um, so like, that was actually pretty revolutionary. That was really interesting to see. I didn't know Kim Jong-un had the energy to walk that much, you know, like walk those <laughs> few steps to talk to the Korean president, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, he, yeah. A, so, so like that, do you get winded? Pardon? I, probably. I'm, yeah, I'm guessing so. You know, like he, he said, he said he has a North Korean accent, but I think he's just out of air. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, they were, uh, they were, yeah, they were talking. And so that was good. I think that was really revolutionary. After, especially after seeing that, like, I think it'd be hard. Uh, it'd be really wrong to assume like, all right, like they, it seems like they're getting kind of uh, cool and then we're going to fight now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that that played a big role, uh, even though that was pretty recent. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just something that we, uh, we live with. Like, um, on a daily basis, and and now people are accustomed to it. And when kids are in school, are they doing? Um, yeah, because Cap, your kids do. What do they do? Active shooter drills or something? They did a lockdown drill yesterday. Actually, yeah, they're back. A lockdown yeah, do, for do. active shooters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, yeah they do wild, them. dude. It's wild, but it's you know what's great about it yeah. is they were. My son was in a room that didn't have a lock, so they actually had yeah. to move him to another room during the drill, as if like if there was a shooter. <laughs> be, saying what they're like, doing now in these schools in New York is um, actually yeah. the kids do uh, pr practice shooting. They gave them guns and they, they practice. <laughs> <laughs> they get ready. They're That's what active shooter drills are. They, they've decided to arm the children as well, just in case, you know, you got to be able to fight yeah. back. Yeah, but definitely, definitely. So did they do that in, I mean, I know you, part of your childhood was in the U S but do you know if, yeah, do they do bomb drills? Do they in schools and stuff? Is that like a part of life? <laughs> Our bombs part of life. No, the drills. The drills. <laughs> the drill. the bomb themselves. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, just, I just, I just thought it was, it was, it was really funny. Um, uh, so like, yeah, because I, I spent um a significant amount of my uh like adolescence in in America. Yeah. Uh, I, I wouldn't know what to, uh what to tell you exactly from from experience, but I I think 
probably uh, we probably have like the similar fire drills and, and like uh, these uh, you know like emergency drills, but it's it's not it's not as common as you um as you think it it, it it would be. Okay, that's all I can tell you. Maybe it's like yeah, the government just doesn't really bring it up. Like here, the media is um yeah. anything to sell anything to sell advertising right that's u.s mil u.s media yeah. is based on eyeballs you want the most people watching as possible so then they report on yeah. the most extreme versions of everything and if canada if like trudeau yeah was firing off ballistic missiles every <laughs> trudeau's no every couple <laughs> weeks like we would know that that would be on the front that would be the lead of every new like tv 24-hour news it'd be on the front of the new york times because they're trying to get you as fired up as possible to sell ads. So you'll care. Yeah. So you'll but pay Trudeau's attention. a pussy. We would never be afraid of him. But yeah, he's no True. rocket man. Yeah, if it was, yeah. He's trying to instill oh, pronouns he's, as he's firing these he's missiles. He's no rocket man. Use these pronouns. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he's mad about the Chappelle special firing at us. No. <laughs> <laughs> Trudeau Take nukes it. us because the Chappelle special, he didn't like it. <laughs> Um, yeah. So is what about Korean media? Is Korean media not like shoving all this down your throat? I guess not. Um, not not as not not as much because, like you said, it's been it's, it's been going on. But I I think when there when there are some like you know like big instances. Sorry, it's 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 my it's my dog. Oh, I was I thought there was interference on the. <laughs> I thought it was Kaplan's stomach growling. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm getting hungry <laughs> no, now. No, excuse, excuse. Oh, yeah, look at that. Nice. We got a dog, a guest dog. on the he air. Wants a, oh, cool. Yeah, he, he just wants attention. Nice. He's such a slut. Um, but yeah. Uh, He's not afraid of the bombs? Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, he just, want, he just wants to eat. That's all he wants. But um, yeah, no, it, it does. It does not is not covered as extensively as you would think it is. It's not the other, every other week. You know, the Korean media is going, and the North Koreans, you know, are testing their missiles again, and their soldiers are going through a hell of a training again. Like it, it's not like that okay. at all. Um, yeah, I guess because well, you know, with like here, Kevin, remember when COVID started, and they're like. There was this big deal, like when we hit 100,000 deaths, not to get too morbid, but uh, it was a big yeah. deal. The good, the good old days, 100,000 deaths. It was the front page of the New York <laughs> Times when we had 100,000 deaths. Yeah. And like everybody was like, oh my God, what a national tragedy. We're up to like 730, 50,000 now. No one cares yeah. anymore. Right. <laughs> so you're saying. I'm drawing a parallel that if, you're, if they're shooting ballistic missiles off once every five years, then that's a story. Right. But if it's once every two weeks. Ultimately, how often can you report on the same story? It's also like, how many tests is he going to do? Like, it's like, put up or shut up, you know? What is he? Exactly. Yeah. Shoot or get off the pot. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. As they yeah. say. I think, oh, sorry to interrupt. Um, I, th I think metaphorically speaking, like, yeah, uh, from a foreigner's perspective who's never, like, been to America, and, and you just read about, like, you know, the school shooting, and because, like, you know, uh, literally your Second Amendment allows you to uh, the right to bear arms. Yeah, baby. Um, so, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, you'd be you'd be so scared out out of your mind as, as a foreigner, but like as an American, you you forget that like literally not all areas are are like, are like yeah. that, and it, it's just it's just part of part of uh like your da daily life. I, I think you know like if you're to compare it in like a crude sense, it it would be similar to that. That's good. Also, yeah. don't worry, Kaplan yeah. can't even squint, so he can't shoot a gun. I'm yeah. I would be the worst <laughs> school shooter ever. I'd be just spraying everywhere. I'd be taking art. I'd be taking art off the walls and stuff like that, but not. <laughs> just stray bullets flying in the air. Just, yeah, if, yeah. The, the, the wounds will sure kill so nobody. Loud. <laughs> yeah, just, the kickback would just knock you on the ground. So, um, yeah. but so because of this whole the whole conflict, uh, we do have the U.S. military is has been in Korea. So one thing I lived in China for twelve years, and Whoa. what struck me there, yeah, that's how I got over to Jeff and Rudy, and um, yeah, we were living in China. Like being an American was this almost like you were looked at as like an alien, like a legitimate alien. Like, whoa, you're from another planet. And people found you interesting, not in like the, the you how you find someone who's read a lot of books interesting, but how you yeah. find someone who's an alien interesting. Like if a Martian landed on Earth, you would be interested in that. That would be interesting to all of us. And that's how I was yeah. treated a lot of the times, especially if I went out to like like smaller villages and towns and stuff which was fine. I didn't mind it. Yeah. Um, but then when I went to Korea, South Korea, Americans, there was no, 
Americans weren't interesting and they were almost, it was almost more like we'd had enough. We've had enough of the Americans, you know, and it's because our military has been there for like 60, 70 years. However, since the 1950s. Since and the Korean War ended. Yeah. A, lo- the- a lot of these are like drunk. Uh, the U.S. military, God bless them, support the troops, all that kind of stuff. Give it up for the troops. We love but the troops lo- over here. We love the troops. Uh, but there also is a lot of like drunken frat boy vibe going on. And Oh yeah. So how is that like how uh, having what is what is the idea of having the US military there? How do, how do Korean people see it as uh something that's an annoyance, something that's necessary, something that's like all right, go home, we're not even scared of North Korea anymore. Uh, how do people see it? If you can speak for everyone. <laughs> yeah, that's what we have a guest do. Our guests speak for their whole countries. <laughs> all right. I hope I hope I don't get in trouble by the government. I hope they don't send me to North Korea. This, uh, who's for, government for all this? Uh, the South. Uh, do they do that? Do they, they just send people to North Korea? Uh, people when they have don't... been extra bad. It's <laughs> well, that's Squid Game. That's Squid Game. What do you think Squid Game is? It's just it's just a bunch of people going to North Korea and getting shot at, and you know, just just oh, <laughs> not playing games. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, so that's like going to uh, San Quentin. That's like your hardcore prison. It's just sending you to North Alcatraz. Has got nothing in North Korea. I don't think I don't think anyone's been sent over to North Korea. But I imagine if there's always room for a first. Yeah. So continue. No, you'd immediately. Well, I mean, you'd immediately get shot because we're still considered the enemies. And like, I've actually been trained to shoot a North Korean soldier if I ever see him before I could even react, which is really hard. Because like, how do you tell the difference between a South Korean and a North Korean without their costumes and without the accents? Like, we we're literally the same thing. Yes. So, yeah, it, exactly. So that that's they're just more malnourished. Well, so just, just win it. Just about yeah. That. I was gonna say the malnourishment is that the key, air the on the off? side of Definitely. shooting. You know? If they're wearing a Dennis yeah. Rodman jersey, you shoot. No. <laughs> ah, that's also a very great point. Right, right, right. <laughs> Dennis Rodman. Um, but um, your your question. Uh, yeah, with the uh, U.S. military, like, um, people still. Uh, I mean, because uh, South Korea is still a very homogenous country. For those of you who may not know, like, yeah, it's it's a very homogenous country. Um, so just the idea, idea of having having foreigners, just like um, uh, you said, Turner. Uh, there is still some um of that like. Wow, you're like you're you're like a different. You come from like a different ethnic background. There is that is really interesting. There is still some of that if you go um, to like the suburbs or like you know to the countryside area where there aren't that many uh, you know like foreigners or ex uh, expatriates, um, like you said. But with the U.S. Army, yes, uh, they have been around for for longer. But there is no uh, negative uh, se- sentiment um, from the general public. We just kind of uh, it's like oh yeah okay you're 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 in the military. And because all Korean men, uh, men have to go into the military uh, as an obligation, um, it's it's pretty well integrated in, into society. I will say that there's a lot of fuckboys, fuckboy military dudes just out in just... <laughs> Wait, two, American like, or Korean? Huh? You mean the Americans? Oh, the Americans. Americans. Oh, Did yeah. You mean the they're, guys who are just like trying that. to like hook up with... We have people of all countries, all ages listening to the show. So for the non... like, oh. college, like So the, the people who are trying to hook up with girls... Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I apologize. Sorry. I, I'm not supposed to swear. Right? No, no, you no. Can swear. I'm just explaining uh, the term because I just learned that term. Oh, we have okay, a okay. church going audience okay. who doesn't know about the way the world really is. They think their military is out oh, there okay, just okay. serving our values and they go to sleep at night, read their Bible, write a letter home. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so what- Okay. Well, there are these boys out there trying to get some concubines. You know what I mean? <laughs> boys. <laughs> boys. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, they're, they're they're absolutely ridiculous. I saw, I literally saw one of them like walking around, like a, like a U.S. Uh, a GI, uh, just walking around like, yo, out with the boys, like with the phone, yes. middle of the street. I'm like, oh man, you're so proud of yourself. Uh, Do they succeed but, a lot? Like, like is it because they're Americans? They <laughs> no, they okay. don't. No, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Uh, there's a lot of conservative uh, Korean girls yes. and like. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, um, just be- because of, of like, uh, Asian culture, Confucianism, not, maybe not Confucianism and, and all that, like, still like the whole, you know, like what, when I stand and like, you know, and everything and slut shaming is like, it's is still really, really, bad. it's not as liberal as it is in the uh, Western countries mm. such as America or like, yeah. So like, first of all, there's that and there's a the language barrier and then like, um, yeah, they they try so hard. It's so funny to watch them because they're like twenty and they're dancing their butts off. No, well, not even more because of COVID. They're dancing their asses off at like a shitty club. Your foot is sticky to the ground. You can't even walk properly, and they just want another beer and stuff. Absolute, absolute hilarious scene of a, a show. Oh, we're um, and are they wearing the, are they wearing the yeah. uniform even when they yeah. don't have to? Because I would. 
I would be full uniform oh. all the time. <laughs> yeah, like they're over it. I, I, no, 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 no. You can tell by their haircuts and by their vibes and okay. by their, uh, you know, like over. Yeah. I have a question in that regard. So I was in yes. um, Osan doing a show oh, nice. with Jeff. That's an air base for those who may yes. uh, that know. It's like a U.S. Yeah. military base there. It's not Seoul. It's maybe like an hour away on the train I think we took. Yep. And it was yes, me. That's exactly right. Me and Rudy and Rudy Tiberti and Jeff Sinclair and one other guy. I'm forgetting his name. But yeah. um, <laughs> we're out there doing the show. I'm trying to respect him. I can't. I can't remember his name. But uh, we're, I might remember it later. Anyway, okay. we're doing the show, okay. and yeah. it's the, the show is not on the base. It's in the town right outside the base. At, I think the place is called like O O Lounge or O Bar or something. But it's like a comedy club. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been down and, there. And uh, yeah. we had a good show. It was fun. There's some like GIs are in there watching the show. <laughs> Everything's fine. And yeah. I think yeah. at midnight or one a.m. they had a curfew. And yeah, <laughs> it was wild, Kaplan. The U.S. military police, the MPs. Like remember on Stripes, the MPs. Yeah, yeah. So the MPs come around and just flood the town. The town is like a walking street, like a downtown, like bar street, right? The MPs come and yeah. flood the street and go around. And if you're out past one a.m. and you're U.S. military, you are arrested by the military police yep. because you broke curfew. You got- Do they ask you if you're a military man? I mean, you look. I'm, let me like continue. Yeah, yeah. So it's me and Ru- I already see where this is All going. Right. So it's me and Rudy, who's like yeah. a bearded kind of hippie Portland guy. Okay. And then it's Jeff, who's a Canadian, but he let's just say he looks American. He's a bigger fella. He's maybe six foot six, and he's just big, Shout out to Jeff. like a big man. You know, like a tight end level, yeah. like a high school tight end, not like a professional tight end. Um, just like a big guy. And so then we're sitting at McDonald's. I want to say it's like 1 a.m., right? And at 1240, the McDonald's is packed. And at 1250, it's empty because all the GIs know if they're out 10 more minutes, they're getting arrested, like literally put in jail. And so they're ordering as fast as they can in the McDonald's. And they're like, I said a number two. I said a no- quick. Come on. And then they're getting their McDonald's and like sprinting back to the base at 101 a.m., the, the military police comes in and it's like they're raiding, like they're going in, like guns drawn, raiding every single McDonald's, every single store, every single bar to, to ar- literally arrest people who are not in jail. And I'm like, I'm a little worried because we are Americans. We might get confused yeah. as GIs, but pretty yet, all American looking. <laughs> it's also odd because the uh, the the Korean police are in town as well. And. So there's the Korean police are out and the U.S. military police are out, but neither one has jurisdiction over the other one. They're both just kind of there. And um, it's the craziest thing to watch. Anyway, the U.S. military police come in, raid the whole place. They don't even look twice at us. They take one look at us and just keep walking and leave. <laughs> they know. Offended, me, like skinny me, bearded Rudy and big Jeff uh, don't get they don't think for a second that we're military. And so they just take off. Yeah, I mean, I guess yeah. that's that's it's a bit of an insult, I guess. I can see that, but bit maybe it's insult. a compliment. You you're you're not a mess, at least. You're, maybe that you were too sober looking. I guess so. But <laughs> they look at you. They're like English teachers. Nope, they're they're all good. <laughs> One look at them. Is is that what happened? They they, they looked at you like oh English teachers. Okay, we're we're gonna go. We're gonna go. Yes, maybe that was so. So saying, does this happen? Yeah. Um. Does is is there ever like this overlap between because I found the dynamic of the Korean actual police and we're not on a base. So you feel like the Korean police should have the jurisdiction. We're in Korea. And then these U.S. military police coming off of the base. Is there ever an issue with that? Not at all. Uh, The Korean police is actually very passive. They don't have that much power. And we just it's very different from American police. American police, if you mess with them, they'll immediately, you know, like. You know, like you get back. I I don't know how you guys really handle it anymore. But the Korean police is like, yeah, like uh, whatever you want. You know, like, let's just, you know, let's just not inconvenience each other. Uh, But that is a big problem of where the the MPs have to go out and like uh, get the uh, the American soldiers who are uh, disobeying curfew and and stuff. And some of them even like try to really, really get away with it. And I've actually seen some GIs like disobeying curfew and like just partying at a club trying to avoid getting captured and stuff. So it's actually it's, it's actually like uh, like a big deal, but 
Um, to, to again reiterate, uh, there's no problem like between the uh, U.S. soldiers and the Korean police uh, when it comes to you know like issues such as uh, getting uh, U.S. soldiers um, uh, who are disobeying curfew. All right, well, let's take a break, Cap. Where it's at. Well, I want to get into what you did specifically. Uh, I know you're in the military, as you mentioned earlier. I want to get into that after the break. But first, Kaplan, we have... So if anyone, if you're a Patreon, if you subscribe to our Patreon for $20 a month or more, you get a free ad on this podcast once a month to promote anything you want. Literally anything. If it's North Any Korea, cause. we'll promote it. We don't care. Just we will, definitely. 20 bucks a month. And this... This week, we have an ad from the great Sugar Brady. Everybody loves Sugar Brady, our Portland subscriber. He's over $30 a month. He earns his keep. He is coming to New York City for our party to the Friars Club in March of next year. He wants to promote Kaplan, a podcast called Congressional Dish. What? Yeah. Yeah. He wants to promote another podcast on our podcast. I don't even know if that's... Is that against the rules? We'll promote... I mean, as a Jew, I'm okay with promoting Hamas. We'll promote North Korea. We'll promote. <laughs> we'll promote. Uh, I'm a Syracuse grad. I'll promote Georgetown's. Uh, we'll promote anything, but this is where we draw the line. We can't promote other podcasts hosted no. by Jin Brenny. <laughs> oh my God, what's going on? Congressional This is a podcast that ain't, I'll do anything for thirty one dollars. All right, you'll month. do it. You read it. <laughs> Congressional Dish is a pod. You can plug your ears, Kaplan. I'm not, I don't want to, you know. I'm covering my ears. Subject you to this. Congressional Dish is a podcast that aims to draw attention to where the American people truly have power. Congress. We have power in Congress, Cap. From the perspective of a fed up taxpayer with no allegiance to any political party. Oh, that's kind of good. Jennifer Brinney oh. will fill you in on the must-know information about what our representatives do after the elections and how their actions can and will affect our daily lives. So Sugar Brady said, besides us, this is his favorite podcast. He said this is his second oh. favorite podcast. She likes he also more said than he? that it's, he said it's, uh, no, he said this is better than Andrew Heaton. He told oh, me. wow, direct <laughs> quote. <laughs> but he said that Andrew Heaton uh, promotes this show And he said if it's good enough for Heaton It's good enough for our listeners uh, Alright so and she's so, like an adjacent member She's in the minor leagues for the world's smartest team I guess you yes, were trying to say She's, yeah, part she's of our... trying to get into the network apparently Alright all right. So all everybody right. So go check listen it out. to I'll check, it check out. out that podcast. We'll all go check it out She's independent, she's alt-middle Alt-middle, alright yeah. uh, Saying we are the official platform. Yes. We used to be the official platform of the alt middle until we changed our um, term. It turns out people thought that just also meant racist, which is, it wasn't really what we were just. <laughs> we were they just don't making know the a word joke. Alt. We were yeah, making the alt right ruined the word alt for Nobody us. Nobody thought yeah. that Kurt yeah. Cobain was racist when he was in an alt rock <laughs> band. Yeah, yeah, exa- exactly, exactly. But the I, alt- I think, I- I think there's nothing wrong. I think that's really good. Alt middle, like like you hate both sides, right? Yes, exactly. you hate everyone yeah. equally. Okay, yeah. that's okay. See, that's racist. Yeah. See, Sang's a racist too. <laughs> Don't tell my mom. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but now, so that's uh, that's Sugar Brady. If you want your ad, twenty bucks a month. Patreon.com/slash Lost in America. Kaplan. Now a word from our local sponsor. And we're back. Thank you Thank so you much yeah. to all of those local sponsors, whether it's last week saying, and it, depending on where you live in the world, you get a localized yeah. ad, they insert yeah. it. And mm. Kaplan's ad last week was for the New York City Police Department. Yeah. Whoa. Very, pro- so very problematic. They, they're also alt-middle, I guess. They were recruiting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they were recruiting they knew- cops. Yeah, which I can yeah, tell but you. Yeah, I mean, um, I can't squint as we've discussed, so I'm, I'd be a terrible cop spraying. Well, I don't yeah. think they were recruiting us, the host. They were oh, okay. It'd be listeners. a lot of protests if I were a cop. Then. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you were speaking of the, what you were in the mil- the military, right? In the Korean military? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. W- yeah which- and what did you do in the military? This is going to sound really stupid. And there's no joke to this. And there's no like punchline premise buildup at all. But I was actually a professional beatboxer in the army. Um, <laughs> there's a- just let that. Yeah, I know. Let that soak in. Uh, Someone's so, got to do the job. Yeah, exactly. So like, when North Koreans come over, I can do like a really good siren. So like, I think that'd be very helpful. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. Um. Wait, do, do that again. <laughs> do the siren again. Whoa! That's um, amazing. Whoa! Oh, thank you. Thank you. Move, move, I, I, move over that ass too fat. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
pretty, pretty much, pretty much. Um, wait, yeah, wait, wait. So I, I, yeah. Let's slow down. So, yeah, it's a lot to take in. Please ask all the questions. That's real. That's not a bit. That's real. You really did. You were a beatboxer in the Korean military. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it, there's, it's not a bit. Well, I, mean, you were draft- I, I do tell it as a bit because it's hilarious. Yeah. But it's real. Yeah. But and it's completely and, real. And just like, just, I'm going to go Kaplan. I got questions. And uh, just like we would have like a trumpet player in our military or like someone yeah. plays the tuba, the trombone. In Korea, beatboxing is seen as a, I guess, a legitimate, that's an instrument. Uh, well, uh, ho- hopefully w- one day we'll be seen as an instrument. Uh, it's not It's not really like that at all. Oh. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's... Uh, 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 how, how it works is uh, this is gonna be a lot. So please feel free to ask questions, like you know, like uh, whenever you have them, like right away. It's okay if you uh, just uh, just ask. Uh, so everyone has to serve in the military, like all literally all, all the men, um, you know, like have to serve uh, in the military in, in Korea. So because it's it's like that's like a, a big portion of the population. It's not like everyone is grabbing their guns and just like you know like okay and like you know going uh, to either navy or like the marines at all. There's actually a lot of uh, different services. So this um, you just have to serve two years in any form of um, uh, military service. Uh, and my service was in the uh, the military police sector. And in there, there is an entertainment division. Um, they do you know like still do the military uh, police. Uh, you know, training uh, such as working with those uh, big, sh- big uh, rectangular shields and stuff. Um, but the uh, riot, riot our- shields. Yeah, yeah, the riot, riot shields. We actually work with them. Uh, not like the cool Captain America one, unfortunately. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we basically uh, we get that training as well. Um, but we also one of our jobs is to promote like the police image of South Korea. Uh, yeah, like a I know. goodwill ambassador. Uh, yeah, yeah. How how amazing and how good uh, the Korean police is, and we go to uh, schools to uh, promote anti-bullying. You know, like underage drinking and smoking. Uh, those type of programs, and and and, and that um, in those programs, we can we can we can we can eat your vegetables. <laughs> yeah, pr- pretty much. That's actually a very good. Uh, Don't very bully. Good beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually the most. Completely correct bit uh, <laughs> that I do, um, but yeah, uh, we go there and then like while we're doing that, we also like have performances. So like we have dancers, we have like a magician. Um, no stand-up comedy, unfortunately. Yeah, these kids don't know comedy. Not yet. Uh, yeah, not yet. But we'll get to it. Um, and like you know, like there were they there was an opening for for like one beatboxer, and I was like, oh shit, I must. So I, that's I'm what I was gonna ask. ask. It was actually yeah. a thing you could apply for. Like you didn't say yeah. like I'm a beatboxer. They and they placed you. They said we need a beatboxer. And you said I could be the guy. <laughs> yeah. So like people think it's people think it's uh, it's like an army band thing, but it's not that at all. It, it's actually like different. Like I said, different sectors like military police, the entertainment division. So like you have entertainers and like you know singers and like performers and like you know MCs and like you know uh, uh, dancers. So you're already like working with that type of crew. Um, you know, like to perform uh, like a lot. We perform like four or five times a week. Uh, in various schools and also in police festivals and, and such Over, overall. So that that's what I did. And was there, like, I could see, if there's only one position available for beatboxer, was there a lot of competition to get it? Like- uh, well, um, at, at the moment, it was relatively new because even to Koreans, if you tell them, like, yeah, I was a beatbox in the army, they'll be like, get the fuck out of here. Okay. Uh, it's, it's a ridiculous, yeah, it's a ridiculous, it's a ridiculous, ridiculous position. I'm not going to lie. So it was a very relatively new position. So it, before it caught on, like, I was able to be like, I want it. And like, uh, apply for it. So I only had the other, other, uh. Um, I had like one other competitor, I think one or one or two, and this is really sad. Um, but you know, like I wasn't really good back then, and the only reason that I was chosen was because I speak fluent English, and they thought it was really useful. Ah, really? <laughs> yeah. And so, then, and then they sent that other person into battle, and he's no. yeah, yeah, he, he's, <laughs> dead. he's dead, he's, he's dead. dead, he's dead, he's dead. Yeah, yeah. You know, rest, rest, rest in beats. They sent to the beats. front lines of the DMZ lighted. Rest in beats, bro. Rest in beats. <laughs> Yeah, no, he's 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 long gone. No, um, him and I are actually tight. Did you guys actually, have to uh, battle off? He was like your understudy. Oh yeah, battle off. Like to yeah. get the position. No, I wish Eight that would have been cool. That would have been cool. <laughs> I'm gonna scratch your ass off, bitch. Uh, no, I would. That would have been really cool. Oh, oh you are you really much. good though. Well, yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm not. If I was he, shit, why would they? Why would they? Why you know? Like yeah, you know, your like, military yeah. level. 
That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. His, he was a representative. It's like being an Olympian almost. You represent your country. I mean, you're like uh, the guy. The, and now, not like that big, not that big. <laughs> I, I was like the the soul. Uh, the, so I was in like the uh, the countryside. You know, like police, uh, like yeah. down in the south. Like uh, Providence, uh, while the all the celebrities that also apply for the entertainment division, they go to the Seoul one because that's where you know, like civilization and like that's like the city, you know, like the main main branch. So like it, it wasn't that you know like popular and like legit. But a lot of the high schoolers that we performed for thought we were cool as cool as balls. So that was that was interesting. Thanks for yeah. uh, curbing your language there. Coolest balls. <laughs> Coolest balls, right? Yeah, I just kind of ruined that. Uh, no, 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 like no, these high school girls would be like, "Oh my god, you're so cool! You're so, you guys are so hot, amazing! Oh, you're, like, you're so talented!" And I'm like, "Yo, don't touch me! I'm not a pedophile." Right. Um, the yeah. beatboxes can be fuckboys too. Yeah, yeah. Get away. Yeah, De- definitely, definitely. Um, yeah. So that, so that's that's essentially uh, the the uh, like the idea of it is to promote you know like police image and to uh, um, you know to help out the younger generations or uh, to uh, you know like participate in like you know like police festivals and, and and such. But our manager was really like fucked up. I, I'm sorry, I'm cursing so much. It's just I just uh, it was two years of my life gone down the drain. <laughs> I'm just just beatboxing. Um, yeah, it's let it out. So sad, bro. With like getting two hundred bucks per month. Oh God. Um, yeah, and uh, wait, you like, got paid two hundred dollars uh, a month? Yeah, pretty much back then. Um, oh, back in the good and Korea is an expensive uh, country. Definitely. Um, so it really sucked. And I had a girlfriend, and like she was white, so like more money was going down the drain <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Uh, white girls uh, take but, more money. Uh, she's European and stuff, so she was oh. like OG white. Oh my god, you know she wants she Euros. just would not do. Did you get uh, her because of the beatboxing? Did that is that how you won her over? Oh, uh, I think she's just like lonely, and I was just like there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not Korean. I have no friends, and I was just like, yeah, I, I can speak English. Um, yeah. That's honestly what happened. Huge that, advantage. Yeah, pretty much it. Really sad. Um, but yeah, like our manager like used us illegally for like retirement homes to get like some backhand money, like because because like you have like some of the best break dancers, like like an okay beatboxer, and like a magician and some singers and like wow. you know like an opera singer. You have them like ready to go at your command, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna make some money with this." Not that he sounded like that, but uh, he so went he to was... retirement homes. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's okay. So he like is like, hey, we're gonna do like this other performance that we need to do, and we would go to these crappy, crappy retirement homes full of these old, old older folks, and we just perform. And there, it's like, and, and then they would not even understand it. They're like, what is coming out of his mouth? <laughs> yes. And then, and then, and then the, the owner saying? of the retirement homes would like just like pay backhand money to my manager, and he would not even tell us about it. He'd just be like, oh, that was a good oh, show. Go back so home. he used you like the, like the fat guy, the in sync guy, used yeah, all yeah. those boy bands. He was like our talent pimp, except we had no money, no money, because like we're we're part of the police and like we're not supposed to get money because it's a public service. It's like a public type of service, service. But like, yeah. yeah, he totally, totally, completely used us for several festivals, several private festivals, um, and we were just like, oh yes, sir, because like, um, what are you gonna you do? Otherwise, you get sent to North Korea. Yeah. Pretty much, and Squid Game <laughs> happens, you know. <laughs> were, were, were you afraid that the North Koreans would look to take out the beatbox king of the? That's of the, step one. The, of overtaking a country is take the beatboxer. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Now yeah. is there a North everywhere? Korean beatboxer? Could you ever battle Dude, rap him for charity right. or something? Actually, actually, I, I probably could because, like, I, I think um, in, in North Korea, like, if you're part of the entertainment, I, you know, like, if you're doing any sort of entertainment, and I heard that if you mess up in like a performance, you could die. <laughs> you yes. Just get shot. <laughs> Boom! Wrong note, motherfucker. Like, yeah, immediately. So I'm getting. I'm pretty sure the North Korean beatbox scene isn't as uh, you know as uh, flourishing as South Korea's. Okay, I still have on. a couple more questions about growing up or being next to North Korea. Do they have it on okay. the news? Do people escape very often? North Korea. Uh no. It's no. too dangerous, man. Yeah, it's not like like, like all okay. Uh, like they have, they, they literally have several countermeasures, um, you know, like, cause people have been doing that, you know, like throughout time and like they've been doing it through, they've been going to China and they've been trying to go through, um, and stuff. I, I, uh, you know, on the Joe Rogan podcast, there was like, a, um, you know, like a, a North Korean, oh, uh, I saw that. Re- refugee. Yeah. Yunmi Park. God, those plastic boobs are huge. But um, that's not that's not the most. That refuge is going to be canceled. I didn't realize it. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go into your yeah. podcast. She's not vaccinated. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Probably, probably not. Um, and like, uh, so like some, I, I'm not sure how, the accuracy of like all the things that she uh, she listed. Um, but like, yeah, it really is definitely, definitely, extremely difficult to get out get out of there. 
Um, cause, cause once you escape to South Korea, uh, and you just say, I, I'm a refugee, please accept me. South Korea's like, yeah, sure. Come on over. Okay. We go full, we go full Canada, full yeah. Canada. Like, no, oh, no worries. Like, you know, like immediately. Um, but like North Koreans are like, oh, like you're trying to escape. You're dead. Yeah. You know, like you get yeah, killed you, if you get caught. Right. De definitely immediately not even without considerations like, oh is he swimming oh, okay get get his ass like yeah. it's immediately from the get-go again sorry I'm, I'm swearing so much uh, it really is like uh that part is like really really depressing because like you want to yeah. get out of there and like like what once you once you find out and you know but there, there's no hope there's no hope the yeah. men have to serve in the army for like about about a decade or, or like more it, it's a mandatory uh requirement in north korea for, yeah you know for okay. all men like about a decade or, or more and it really depends on if you're part of like the elite you know like the aristocratic you know like part of the, uh part of the society or if you're like if you're below that then you're you know probably screwed um so like yeah there, there um there is that and what about it split in – did it split in the 1950s or – Yes, the, 40s, right? Sorry, the 1940s. Uh, is, do you know World anyone who has family or just like – you have – do you know people – is it common to have families who got separated? Like half the family's still in North Korea, half the family's in South Korea? Or is that not a story you hear very often? No, that, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's true. Uh, like I yeah. was – I was uh, like my uh, my mom – my mom's family, like her grandma and her great grandma, they actually like left North Korea. So like, yeah, they got out. Intense. Yeah, they got out. I was like, very smart, good decision. Yeah. Like way back then uh, in the I, 1940s. I, I, I like what you did. Yeah. Yeah, like well, when it was like yeah, they they're just like they're 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 just like it's going down south, and they really literally went down south. Wow. Um, good time. Yeah. No, it was yeah very 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 clever, very good math, of course. Um, you know, uh, yeah, and everything, <laughs> and like, yeah, it was, it was all, 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 um, I'm, I'm sure there, there are several families, but like, I, I you know, like at, the, at this point, like ties have been cut off. Like, yeah. it's not like you can, you can just like, you know, like, uh, you know, send, send your North Korean, you know, like families, like a DM or like a Facebook message. Or you, you can't know, even, like, there's no Western union. You can't even it's send not like money. the Berlin wall where you could at least yeah. like see them on the other side. You know, there's like, yeah, there's nothing. definitely, there's no, no, definitely, yeah. definitely not. Definitely so you not. might have like cousins over there, but who knows? Right. Probably. But then you, all Asians look alike. So like, you know, I, I might as well say that I do. You might have <laughs> some beatboxing. The, the North probably. Korean beatboxers are probably your cousins over there. Yeah. Pro so, probably. Probably. Listen, if you could t tell an Asian apart, like if you can tell a yellow Asian apart, you're a racist. <laughs> like that's insane to me. How do you tell a Japanese and a Chinese and a Korean person apart? You can't do that, right, Turner? Come on. You <laughs> live true. in China. It's very difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Sick of these people. They literally no made... Yeah, I'm sorry. That's just another <laughs> rant I was going off on. But yeah. You can say it. I, uh, yeah. And um, all right, Cap. Uh, I'm, 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 I feel like I'm hogging here. Go ahead if you got questions. Um, no, I was going to ask you, cause you mentioned the draft and then we were reading that there is, um, there's been like, there's been some talk in South Korea of getting rid of the draft. Is that something? Cause like, do you have a lot of friends who like didn't want to serve as far as like in the military and we're doing other things? Is that like a, like a contrastic objector kind of however you say Yeah. Literally like, everybody. Everyone sorry, you sorry know. To, yeah. Yeah. Sorry to cut off your question. Um, uh, but like, yeah, like who wants to like if, if somebody told you like, OK, you need to like waste like two years of your life, we'll pay you like 300 per month. Uh, you get to go out like once a month or once every two months, um, you know, like do that. You know, you're going to break up with your girlfriend, shave your head, you know, like get in there, you know, like and, and, then, and then like, you know, work with all these like, you know, like kids who are around the same age as you. But if they come in like a week earlier than you, then they are God compared to you and you are nothing because uh, the whole military hierarchy is very, very important. Um, uh, like if, 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 if I'm a, if I'm a corporal and you're like a private, like I, I hold complete power over you and you can imagine it's, it's like just like hazing to the next level. It's just, you know, like they're just they're just like, yo, get in a push up, push up position and like, don't like, you know, don't move. They probably don't do that much anymore, but they do a lot of bullying. You can't really like re like, you know, like counter that at all. So, so you're beatboxing, yeah. telling people not to bully in the high schools, but they're bullying and hazing like crazy when people do actually join the yeah, military. Yes, definitely. They're like, yo, you speak English. Teach me all the English that you know. Like literally all of my superiors and I just had to do like English lessons, you know, like just no payment too. Um, <laughs> that's like Lord of the Flies. Yeah, uh, you let the kids like run the asylum, you know? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's exactly, it's, it's exactly it. So it, it is absolutely ridiculous. And and I would, I would, I think you should get rid of it and you should be cons conscription based just like right. how it is in America. In America. And just, 
Yeah. Because um, you don't have it, you don't have fights like in like in Israel's yeah. a country I know of where they everyone has to serve, but that's because they're always fighting. Like yeah. if you're not actually fighting, you're just not. It's not going to lead to. Yeah, you know what's yeah. like, so funny about that? I feel like the popular opinion in America is that we're too soft and we need mandatory right. military or some kind of service, <laughs> right? Right. Everyone says that, but then would, no, none of us have actually service, ever been through it. Of course. Well, yeah, because we say like we the only people who serve are like it's like lower income people who look, you know, it's like so it creates an unequal army yeah. here so that it, everything's more equal theoretically in your system but then that everyone's a douchebag apparently so you're telling us <laughs> yeah no pretty much because like you don't want to be there and you just like every morning you shower with a bunch of dicks literally because you're in like <laughs> you're in, like in a container of a shower he's like oh yes sir and he's just like spraying you with cold water for fun oh. just like yeah yeah no it's absolutely this is not even the worst worst sounds like it. um jail yeah, I, I think I think it really is like you know, like you know, like I do. You just live there? Do you live in a? Sometimes do you live in like a specific place? Are you can? You yeah, live you at have home? like a, you have like a, no, no, no. I, I wish like you live in a military base. You, you're in a oh, military yeah. base, and you live with like just like twenty or like you know, depending on your platoon and and like your squadron and the, and the amount of guys there, you live with like twenty, thirty, or sometimes forty. Um, you know, like other dudes. And then, you know, like, it's just you, like, you can't be alone. Like, you know, like, yeah. like if you, if you want to fab, you got to go to the stalls, you know, and hopefully that, you know, you know, people don't hear the shaking and, and all that stuff. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's, it's absolutely awful. And it's, and it's yeah. just, uh, you know, like, luckily I, I was very fortunate enough to like have like a fun, you know, like military service where I can like perform still and like do the things that I really want to. Yeah. Um, yeah, because like you know, I want to be a beatboxer and be a biggest Asian disgrace ever. Uh, so like seriously, dude, I'm an eight beatboxer and a comedian. Like I'm a nightmare for all Asian parents. I should be disowned. But like, yeah. So, but you did get training that, with a gun and everything, like in the military. Yes, yes. Did, yeah, yeah. So. Yes, with uh, with a grenade and like with, with the gun and stuff. So I could, you know, I could definitely. So I could definitely be American if I want to. What about um, um, <laughs> what, about, what about a couple of years ago when Trump met uh, Kim Jong Un uh, and like tried to Kim have Jong-un. that summit in Singapore and everything? Was that yeah. seen as a total joke in South Korea, or was that seen as like, oh wait, maybe he can actually work it out? What did people think? Well, first of all, we're like, how do those two dudes move like that? That's a lot of movement for a bigger gentleman like those. <laughs> Dude, are they going to share KFC? You know what's going to happen? I heard, but they both like cheese. Um, <laughs> But like, yeah, no, we were just like very fascinated. We're like, oh my god, like, because like when Trump, you have to understand when Trump became president, we were all like, oh my gosh, like, right? Like everyone was sure. like freaking so out. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. it was just like, oh wow, like we don't now anything's possible. Like we don't we have no idea yeah. what's gonna happen next. Yeah, yeah, believe in yourself. Yeah. Um, a small loan of ten million dollars. Uh, but like, yeah, it was. It was just really fascinating for a lot of the Koreans. It was it was not we wouldn't say that it was like a negative experience, uh, nor was it like a really like the meeting with experience. Kim Jong the Singapore meeting and all that summit. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Just bizarre, more just bizarre. Yeah, it's weird. It was like a it's like an elementary school kid thing because like they were like insulting each other mm. initially, and then and, then, and then they met up. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, and then, and then they met up. It's like, what are you yeah. like? Are you guys flirting? They, so much, like, they yeah. fell in love. They had so much. And is there any idea right. uh, for the future? Like, is there this hope for reunification, or is that like no chance ever going to happen? This is going to sound really bad, but a lot of the uh, South Korean, the younger generation, and the uh, uh, like, not the super old generation, but like the middle uh, millennials and like the middle, uh, yep. uh, like the middle generation. Um, they don't want their reunification. Yeah, no, I've economic. heard that. That's why I asked. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it's definitely messed up uh, because for uh, economic, for those of you, uh, it'll bring you guys down. Not, yeah, yeah. For uh, for the listeners who may not know, like if you if you get reunified, all the North Koreans are gonna come down to South Korea and it's gonna like really screw up the economy initially for like the first decade or so uh, with with like you know like a huge influx of you know like population um, migration and and everything and, and you you don't know like what else could happen and there's going to be a lot of you know like rebuilding and reconstructing uh, to do uh for the North Korean um pen- peninsula as well so because of that you know there's they're like you know like op- opposed to it but like even though in the longer run it would be great cuz like you know like dude like we're literally like 50-50 we're like split in half if yeah. we combine our forces like in, in the longer run it would be great but for that gap of of a decade or, or a yeah. few years it would be very difficult for uh, uh South, South Korea or the reunified um, Korea so that's why they're against it me personally um, like you know just seeing you know like all the uh, uh, all the documentaries um, of like you know like North Korean refugees and like the things that you know that they go through um, 
I, I want their unification to happen regardless because like those people don't deserve that. It, it really is messed up. Um, literally, you're just born on the wrong part of the world. You know, like 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 dude, like there's bacon. Like you gotta try bacon. Gotta try. You Kaplan know? doesn't eat yeah. bacon. I don't eat bacon. So okay, okay. Then how about I can, I can live in North Korea. Okay, there you that's go. Definitely true. Maybe true. Yeah. That's no, your retirement sh- home, Cap. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you said cheese yeah. steaks? Is that what you said? Second. I, I, I said Cheez Its, uh, which I oh, really Cheez-Its. miss. Oh, yeah, yeah Cheez Its, Cheetos, you know, like a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. This is, like, this is, this yeah. is what they need to learn. Yeah. The first thing they need when you come across the border. Have Dude, a I got it. so fat when I first immigrated to America. My uncle introduced what, like, what Twinkie was. Not a good plan. So, <laughs> but, like, yeah. Yeah, no, but it really, it really is definitely uh, very sad with what they're, what they're going through. They don't yeah. have K-pop and all the great music and everything, and they don't. <laughs> in the north, uh, in the north, well, in the North Korea, in North Korea, they they have a lot of propaganda, and like they're uh, so they have their own like type of like uh, you know like yeah. internet. I heard it's called intranet, um, and and like uh, they they show they try to tell people that South Korea is like really poor, they're doing really terribly and and stuff. Um, Does not North Korea win every World Cup and everything? Yeah, in the, in the, in the, Pro- probably. Yeah. And, and and even though like the war, uh, the, the the Korean War ended in like kind of like a um, what was the uh, what was the word? I totally a, forgot a like, tie. Yeah, yeah, like a tie. Um, North Korea said that they won, and and that I'm just like, no, you very did it, you liar. Can I tell you but something? As, as a, pro- as I a met a, I met a um when I was first moved to China, I was teaching English, yeah. and yeah. one of my students, I was teaching like an adult class, and after class. Okay. One of my students, like when everyone left, he said to me, he goes, hey, I just wanted to know, what does it feel like? And he was very earnest, very honest about it. He goes, what does it feel like to live in China knowing that your country has lost to China at war twice? (laughs) What what war was that? And I was like, I was like, what wars? What wars are you talking about? He goes, well, Vietnam? Vietnam and Korea. We beat you both times. And I was like, (laughs) I was like, I don't know, man. I kind of think that, yes, I guess with Vietnam, really, I feel like Vietnam won. But if you want to say the North Vietnamese, the Chinese helped. Yeah, yeah, the Chinese helped. But with Korea, (laughs) I said, first of all, it was a tie. And like, are you happy with the how your side turned out? Because we're pretty happy with how our side, you know, the South done the real the real blowhard move is to tell people that the war never ended. It's still going on. You're Fishing. right. <laughs> I always see blow- people say that. A little known fact is that war is still going on. Technically, so, they never signed. Uh, technically, whatever. yeah, nothing was signed. So that's uh, cool. And so anyway, yeah, it's wild. So what about in comedy What a wise, douche. What a douche of a student. He's just trying to rub it in your face. No, no, he wasn't. He was asking it like almost like sympathetically. Like, are you... Oh. Uh, he he you genuinely okay? he, yeah that's how he asked it drain. yeah he like genuinely that's Hong Kong yeah but he genuinely <laughs> believed this uh that so it was like mind blowing to me I'd never heard this side before um yeah. well, so and then comedy wise we'll end here how's it going uh stand up soul as it has has the sta- the the Korean the dark the Gary everything has it survived the exodus of Rudy Tiberti and Jeff Sinclair because <laughs> many people said that was the end of it oh that's well he's he's <laughs> Uh, they're not wrong. I mean, like, for, no, they, for, I'm just kidding. No one said that. I was yeah. just felt like okay. it would be a good thing to say. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but how's it ever, how's it going over there? Like all the, you guys doing it in Korean and English and everything. Uh, well, the Korean comedy scene is completely different. Um, mm. uh, like, and, uh, the dark to Gary, which is a comedy club owned by my, uh, partner in crime he's not here i don't know why i did that that was really weird uh i pointed to the side uh oh, my friend uh, yeah fernando kim um and like yeah he uh he met we we got a partnership with like a theater uh to you know do comedy there um cool. you know every week we have a, we, we still have our open mic um rehearsals uh we have like max capacity to obey the uh, the covet uh, restrictions and, and such and we actually have our first show um uh, coming up like tomorrow, so like it, it's, oh. it's it's going it's going pretty well. And like I, I think what happened it was in 2020. Like even though COVID happened, South Korea was like let's just keep going. So we had show we still had shows and like we would we would perform like three times or like four uh, three times a week, including open mics and showcases, which is a lot for South Korea because like um it, to run an English speaking open open mic in South Korea, like you'd be lucky if you get one open mic. Uh, a, a month but like we managed to make it more regular uh we, we managed to perform outside of seoul and like other uh you know like other cities and other other towns and stuff and it got really well and then and then like karma hit and in 2021 everyone's like all right we're gonna shut everything down yeah. so like that ha- so for months we couldn't perform for a while and, and stuff um 
but now now slowly uh slowly coming back and we've actually managed to perform um, pretty steadily uh we have like two open mics uh, a week now uh one is in dr gary's name uh, and the other one is run by like another guy uh so like that's that's that and stand up soul um used to run the other other open mic um but now we don't run it because the the venue owner refused to pay us and i was like all right dick bag uh like i know it's it, it's, just, it's just like you want art but like you don't want to pay for it like can you yeah. do this for free like yeah it's just absolutely awful kill your mother um you know it's it you uh so so we just have two open mics um a week and then right right now i think um so it's 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 really great. All, all cool, all. awesome, yeah, man. I'm really all happy. Right. Uh, well, check him out, everybody. The sa- at uh, the Sang Show on Instagram. Is that where they can get all the information, yeah. all this kind of stuff? Um, yes, pretty much. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, check it out. Check out Dark the Gary. Check out Stand Up Soul. Thank you so much, Sangdon Park. Thanks yeah, for doing thanks, the show. Man. Thanks, guys, for having me on. I really that was a, appreciate that was a, it. That was a wild one. This was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah, Cap, yeah. That is it, Kaplan. What should we do? Let's go get lost. Get lost. <laughs> Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.